Yes, sir. Let me dig into your brain. Folks falling like rain. Property got me selling things. Guess I'm gonna explain. Jane is rolled up, no gangs be thrown up. Jane is rolled up, no gangs be thrown up. But still, there's only so much time left in this crazy world. I'm just crumbling I can go right now. Fuck with it. It's the new. This is the new and improved, man. I love music for the. You know, we are gonna stay a step ahead of everything. Hey, right, listen. This uh podcast. This week, man, I'm blessed, and you will be too. We got two great, amazing men just to show you how things connect, man. Um, talking to Christopher, super promoter. <laughs> A man does all the promotions and whatnot uh, with different models and music and promoter out of Denver. Uh, got him on the phone and not only that, uh, we, we also hooked up with a uh, Texas West Coaster, Rob Noriega. So... Uh, we chopped it up a bit, you know. Got a chance to introduce who they are, how we connected. You know, we just got a chance to talk, and, you know, vibe. But what we're going to do is uh, get them back on the podcast individually. There's so much to do. And our, you know, the sound and, and, and just the, the whole structure of it, it was just like a prompt too because I was – I was calling for one thing, and uh, Chris, I said, let me, let me go, oh, God, man, let me get you on, you know, let me get you on the podcast, and let me just record this real quick, because we, you know, we chopping about, let me get this, and uh, so, you know, it's, it's bouncing all over the place, but best believe, man, I'm going to get these individuals back on, and have, let them have their own time to shine and talk, uh, you know, Chris can, can definitely enlighten you all on upcoming events that he's promoting or he's got his hand into and uh you know Rob is is you know he, he's switching switching lanes he's swinging and banging you know he's from Texas and that's how we do we swing and banging them lanes so my man is 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 going you know he's, he's MC and, and he's swinging in that that you know that cannabis you know saying business so hey you know Love it, love it. So, uh, with no further ado, man, we're gonna we're gonna let you all, you know, sit back, you know, roll you up some, and uh, we're gonna have a little music, you know, from a man, you know, and, and we're gonna do his his upcoming uh, single and whatnot and all that. Like I said, so you know, stay tuned and hit him up on the, you know, we're going to show notes, man. We're gonna have. All the information so that you, you know, get a chance to uh, peek out what they're doing and everything, man. And uh, so this is this is this is this one. This is, you know, you're welcome. Shit, what can I say? You're welcome. I mean, you know, this is for you. You know, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. You know, even if you're a Scrooge, <laughs> you know. Smoke some. 
Where the fuck at? Anyway, new music background by compliment. Oh, we well, we got we got okay, we good to go then. So we recording. Yes. Boom. All right, man. All right, hey man, I want I appreciate this, man. First of all, I want to tell y'all that, man. So a uh, little background, y'all introduce yourself, man. I got Chris from Denver, and my man. Uh, well, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm I'm glad you own that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Chris, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. This is Christopher Clark, CWK Promotions and Bookings out of Denver, Colorado. Yeah, the 303. Okay, okay. All right, so, so tell me, first of all, how y'all two connected, man. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all can just drop a drop an old school name like that, man, a legend like that without <laughs> you know what I mean? Metal Man Ace, uh Sir. the the brother of um Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. Oh my god, okay, okay. He's the brother of uh is his brother of Keith Frost? Yep, yes, sir. Okay. That's what's up right there. Okay, and so, okay, cool, cool, cool. There we go. All right, here we go. So you two met Miller Man Ace. All right, go from there. Then, 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 then this group. So you produce. All right, well, let me take that over. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take that over real quick. Uh, Mellow Man Ace, man. He, you know, he hit me up uh, through social media, and he says, "Hey, Rob, you know, he's like, I'd like to work with you, do something with you." So I said, "Yes, man, I'd love that." And. Uh, as soon as I met up with him, he approached me with the uh, position, with the crew. He asked me if I could hype for him. You know what I'm saying? And I was just, first off, I was taken back. Like, hey, this is a legend right here asking me to hype for him. Like, how can I say no? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, at the time, the time I was just starting to push my, you know, my craft really hard. And, uh, and it was starting to go up. And I think he noticed that. And, uh, and he wanted to do biz. So, we said, yeah. You know, I said, yes, absolutely. And uh, in those travels, I met Chris Kleist in Colorado, man. He was uh, him and his and his family, his parents, man, his mom and dad are more than gracious. They took care of us. They drove us, you know what I mean, from the airport and back to the to the spot. And uh, they were, we're just super grateful for that. So let me just throw seed of, you know, some love real quick. And uh, and that, that, you know, history in the making, you know what I'm saying? C-Dub's always been down with Rob Nori. And uh, we just we're just doing a damn thing right now. Okay, so so from from there, you you producing and rapping from that, or are you are you signed under under Metal Man Ace, or you? No sir, no sir. Uh-huh. I'm an independent artist. Right. You know what I mean, I push my own craft, and uh, I, shit, I'm doing pretty well to be honest with you. And uh, yeah, Mellow Man Ace, he just he's in this let's run things. You know what I'm saying? He's like uh, he just put me under his wing, kind of, and mentored me. You know what I'm saying? He introduced me to a lot of big cats. You know, so I respect that. Yeah, cause he, he definitely didn't have to do that, man, and and that's but Absolute. that's a, yeah, but that's definitely a, a testament of uh you know seeing your crowd. But I also finna throw some love to Chris because he did the same to me, social media media, and reached out to me and said, hey man, I like your product. I might oh, have. What? I, yeah, he, Chris did the same to me. You know what I mean? That is dope. Right, so right. Dope. So Chris, man, I, yeah. Man. So Chris, I'm trying to tell you, man. He he reached out to me, and then you know we chopped it up, and and I kept contact with him. You know, maybe a text yep. here and there. And then this, yeah. today I was just like, you know what, man? I'm gonna 
I'm gonna go back to that model thing. I'm gonna circle back around and call yeah. my man and pff, look here. Yeah, we we talking to today, Chris. So Chris, how did you get started, Yo, man, with, real, uh, man, with with uh, the promotion? I mean, promotions. I mean, it came at a young age for me. It, I mean, I started in the music scene with my father, ironically working with Barry Faye Presents, which is the biggest promoter at that time in Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. Barry Faye brought you the Beatles. He brought you Jimi Hendrix. He brought you Pink Floyd. I mean, he brought you a lot of names to Denver. Mm. Hell yeah. So I kind of was surrounded by music. Right. And I had a greater appreciation for music being born deaf at the, until the age of six. I was 95% deaf, so... Okay. I came True. up into music and it opened my eyes and it's a love that's loved me more than anything in this world. It's given me opportunity to walk paths with people I grew up listening to. Mm. I mean, I could probably list so many people I've walked across and been able to do business with or shake their hand. That it, it, I can't even shake a stick at it because I've worked <laughs> with some of the Texas is finest as well. I've worked with Paul Wall. I've worked with Slim Thug. I've worked with Heavy, which manages these guys. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Very good people. I mean, lo and behold, I recently linked with Rob Norrie back in October of right. this year to go to an event with them and just kind of get out of Colorado, see what California is doing. And through them, Rob Norrie, Criminal, and... Because of them, I got to link up with a guy named Lil Nate Dog, which is Nate Dog's son. Right. Yup, Lil Nate. Mm. Without a doubt, these guys are the most humble, down to earth guys. Salute. Okay, so so really the connection, uh, my man, you you really have been working with some some you know you go from Master Ace now to Nate Dog's son. I mean, what what's, what else is on your plate? I mean, you 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 yeah, producing yeah, and rapping, right? You so you producing and rapping. Well, see, I'm not the producer, man. I'm I'm the MC. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm the MC. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Shit, I, I work. I've been working with a lot of incredible producers, to be honest with you. Shoddy Boy, mm -hmm. we're talking about Bankroll Goddard out of San Fran. You know what I mean? We're talking about a lot of a lot of incredible people. Cause mm -hmm. all organism, yes, Mellow Man Ace's son. He's an incredible <laughs> producer. Right, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. And as of late, I'm trying to link these boys up with uh, DJ Pumba, which yep. so happens to be the DJ of Snow the Product and also her producer. Hell yeah. I'm also trying to link them up with DJ Predator Prime. For anybody that doesn't know who DJ Predator Prime is, DJ Predator Prime is the son of KRS-One. Oh, Hell yeah. shit. <laughs> it's and he's making some moves on producing and that boy is gnarly. Right. Okay. Just as much as DJ Pumba. I mean, he's a gnarly DJ too. And this is but this he is produces. Real. Right. So we really we getting to see the wave of that second generation, man. When you because you're talking yes. about little Nate Dog, you're talking about you know Predator Prime, which son of Karis One, you know. So we seeing the the second wave. Now, I mean. Hell yeah, because all organism, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Son of Mel Manase. Right, exactly. So that and that this is this is good. So I, I have to say now, I, let me ask you this, because you you from you from El Paso, you know what I'm saying, move over to the West Coast. And now you you you're seeing the the, the, the growth 
of this, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what to call it, but a, what a Hispanic trap or whatever, you know, Mexican trap or whatever, this bad bunny. I, I don't understand the word he's saying, but it's going so hard. <laughs> so is <laughs> so is your music? Are you are you hitting in that lane, or what lane are you 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 getting at? You know what, man? I gotta tell you, I'm straight wild style West Coast. You know, all the mm -hmm. way. That's right. how we do things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We rep our spot like all day, West West. I might be El Paso born, man, but California raised me. You know what I'm saying? So I right. gotta show love. Right, right, right. I understand. That's that. what it is. Right. That's when I, you know, and and. The, the the secret of that I, they don't know like you said if being from Texas we always did stuff independent because you know Chris you just named so them, hell them, yeah yeah you just named Slim well you know Paul Wall and Slim Thug and you know what I'm saying just oh yeah Texas been doing work right yeah you don't even have to leave Texas I mean we yeah. got legends here Zero UGK uh, you know what I'm saying Devin the dude I mean real talk yeah hey, I'd be know. honored to work with any of them you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like real shit. Right, so I mean, and then you go over there with that Texas hustle to go to California, it's, it, it can only ah. get, you know, blow up for you. So Chris, now t tell me a little bit about this uh, project you was talking about, this California stock, you know, yep. give some insight on that. Okay, I stumbled upon an event, an event called Kush Stock out in California, Okay, hosted by Dr. K. Right. And this man basically took the idea of infusing high times cannabis cup but what he wanted to do his spin on was do it free for anyone 18 plus mm -hmm. and i mean you have likes of like rob nori and criminal performing a roll-up stage i mean they have four different music stages at this event that yep. sees over thirty thousand people and 500 vendors mm. and it's a marijuana event yes but, I mean, it's a great networking point. I mean, it, it blew my doors off because the That's day, true. the time I decided to go, they saw 76,000 people and 515 vendors at that event. Where is yeah. it? Where is, I know it's in California, but where in California? It's in San Bernardino at the Nas Center. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Specifically for patients, man. Shout out the cannabis community, man. Real talk. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's going to be recreational, what, Janu uh, January, right? It's coming, man. They're doing the damn thing, making things happen over here. I personally own a, a cannabis company called Nori Nugs, and my man Criminal owns Criminal Cookies, and we're doing things out here on the West Coast. Okay, okay, go ahead. Now, what you don't know, Colorado, we just passed where we're actually getting ready to regulate it just like alcohol consumption here in Colorado, mm -hmm. where we're going to have it in bars and restaurants. Mm. Damn. Wait a minute, wait a minute, back up, Chris. So you telling oh. me, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, back up. So you telling me on the menu, I got, I'm looking at a menu, I got appetizers, dessert, main course meal, beverages, and cannabis. Yes, soon enough you'll be able to probably order cannabis oh, from shit. a menu at a restaurant in Denver, Colorado. Oh, yep. shit. Wow, it's <laughs> happening, man. Tell you, we were dreaming I, about this shit in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Right. Colorado is trying to lead the way to show people that it's not a scheduled one narcotic, or not narcotic, but scheduled one drug like the government wants right, right, to right. staple it at. So maybe in a, in a restaurant... That, that you don't you can't order it to smoke, but they probably have edibles for you get since it's a restaurant. I, I can Absolutely, see. Right. I mean, I, 
honestly, I'm not 100% certain right now if it's going to be strictly edibles. I mean, as mm. far as I know, it could be edibles. It could be flour. It could be mm. concentrates. I mean, it could be doing a full infused restaurant as far as I yeah, know, just like they do in Amsterdam. So, 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 Rob, Nug, Nug, the business you got, I mean, Nori Nugs, yes, yeah, Nori Nugs, what is, I mean, so are you delivering, are you pop-up shop? Are uh, we're you... working, we work out of a dispensary out here in San Bernardino, you know what I'm saying? It's all uh -huh. Prop 215, you know, right. it's all, it's all taken care of, we got, we got everything pretty much handled, I mean, shit, Nori Nugs has been, uh, it started as just like these pre-rolls, you know what I'm saying, but mm -hmm. they're like, they're boss pre-rolls, they're rolled in a palm vegan leaf, you know what I'm saying? And they're uh, they're infused with terps. They got the RSO oils. They got the keef on them. You know what I'm saying? You're mm -hmm. smoking like a boss. I mean, I give these to people like my my people. You know what I'm saying? I right. give them to them, and they'll they'll literally take like three four hits off this and be like, bro, I had to put it down. I had to put it down. I'm like, that's cool. Like that's what I want. You know right. what I'm saying? We're here to medicate, not to sedate. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. we don't force it on them. No, no, like, no. Real talk. Right. So now, are you are you are you on the growing side all the way from growing to, to production or you getting from a grower, or, you know? Nah, see, the, the, the business uh, partners that we run with to, mm -hmm. to do our companies here, more than edibles with T. Lisa, they handle all that part. We got the pleasure of just basically running things as far as the networking goes and as far as the artistic, uh, you know, pushing things mm -hmm. and uh, meeting the people, performing babies. for the people. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? I get to be the face. You know, literally, you look up Nori Nugs right now, it's literally my face on the on, on the logo, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So and and right now, I'm blessed. Right, Shout exactly. Out to so, you right. So so right now, you you already set up in a dispensary. That that's you know. So is it a you, so do you have a particular strand that y'all got, or you y'all just rocking with the pre rolls and the um? So break that down with the you say the terpenes and all. Break break all that down for you know. Oh man, that's super technical, bro. I can't even get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> because right, 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 right. I see. I, I mean, put it this way: it puts you flat on your back if you're not looking for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Okay, okay. So and so right now, it's not a particular. It's a particular strand a person would look at. Like right now, if they hear this podcast and say, "I'm, I'm going to Cali," they just ask for you know Nori Nugs, and you know, is it a sativa? It's a, high, it it's, it's a, high, it's a hybrid. Oh, okay, with like, good, good. With good. sativa being the dominant, right. you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So it's like a brain, mm -hmm. because I purposely when when I hooked up with T, who owns T Lisa more than edibles, when I hooked up with these people, you know, I told them, I told them what I wanted basically, mm -hmm. and when I when I when I described it, it was for the purpose of me writing my music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I would puff while I'm writing a writing a song, and I would stay awake. I'd be, you know, I'd be lit, but I'd be up. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I'd be brain working. I wouldn't be all tired and groggy. It's not an indica. It's not a night-night. You know what I'm saying? That's no, how I'm not going to put you shit. in the couch. Exactly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's a brain. It is a hybrid, but it's got the sativa dominant. Like, I tell you that right off the bat. But, I mean, with the keep and with the RSOs and the Terps and everything, mm -hmm. all that, is, that's what puts you on that super body chill. Mm. You feel me? Right. So, that's what I wanted. That's, that was my personal request, and that's what I give my people is what I wanted. Right, right, and then from that, boom, you move out, man. It's, that, that's that's good. That's and, and so, yeah. and then Chris, you you helping with the promotion of music? Are you helping also promoting uh, the cannabis as well? I mean, I'm just getting back into the cannabis movement because yep. I'm I'm seeing where 
honestly, with what I do for a living as far as work in the music industry, mm-hmm. anybody and everybody, I mean, it could be you, it could be your mom, it could be your mom's mama, <laughs> yep. they'd be smoking lately. Right. So you definitely want to tap into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, it definitely goes hand in hand. Okay. It's just like if you were a bartender and telling me that you're bartending at a bar and you don't drink, how the heck are you going to bartend if you can't <laughs> recommend something? Right. Tell I understand what you're so you... So, I mean, I don't necessarily partake in the festivities, but I do know enough about the marijuana industry mm-hmm. because I do my research and I link yeah. up with people like Rob Nori. They can educate me. And I'm working with a company here in Colorado called King's Cannabis. Mm. Hell yeah. They're up in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. And ironically, one of your own from Texas, Lil Flip, is working with them as well. Mm. There you go. Mm, okay, okay, okay. And he's, he's okay. You know, Lil Flip. So like King's that. Cannabis here in Colorado Springs, these boys are doing some strains with these celebrities trying to get these celebrities that boost they need just like rob nori had that in california where he linked with some people to help him get a idea rolling and going so he could write his tunes and give to his people that's what these boys in colorado are doing okay i'm okay i mean and that's that's the few so we really we're looking at the future where you know say rob it's the future of putting the music and cannabis emerging into one, not just being in one lane. There you go. Well, I'd, I'd say it's already been established. If you if you really want to be technical, cannabis and hip-hop have gone back before uh, our time. That's the fifth because, element, homie. Let's see. Who, who was a big marijuana advocate before this big boom of marijuana? Tupac Shakur. Yup. Machiavelli. <laughs> Okay. I, mean, the I, didn't, I didn't. I, you know, what I'm saying I, I, I do believe that, and I, I've always said I think we started the trend, but we, we but now, like I, you know, it's where I started the business of trying to do it in cannabis because yeah, well, we, he started a fad, right? Where everybody's like, hey, he's smoking marijuana while he's in the studio, right? It's a cool thing to do. I mean, Dr. Dre's another one, Easy E, another one. I mean, yeah, another you got one. The, one of the greatest <laughs> albums ever made, The Chronic. That set it off, right? I mean, there. the Chronic 2001, <laughs> yeah. produced by Dr. Dre and Scott Storch. Shit. You gotta be kidding me. That was the album of the decade. If you oh. ask me, it's still one of the hottest albums out. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah, it did definitely. If the first one and, and that one, you're right. The first one and that mm. one. And that, because that definitely introduced, yeah, you know, G thing was, was, was definitely, it set it off for the West. And you're right. I think oh, yeah. hip hop, I think hip hop has, is now, but not even that. I think, like you said, we, we, we coming in now because we missed out on the, the technology. Like I said, I don't know too much, you know, the computers, I'm, we catching it. But this right here, this green rush, nah, it ain't going to pass us by. <laughs> it ain't. It's yeah. like the new gold rush. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It ain't, I mean, that's exactly rush. how I could say the marijuana industry is right now. Right. Yeah. We had a gold rush in the 1800s to the early 1900s to maybe even the 1950s. Right, right. But now marijuana is shown face. I mean, it was popular at Woodstock, not to confuse it with Kushstock. 
But Woodstock brought you the marijuana. It brought you other drugs as well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call uh-huh. marijuana a drug. To me, marijuana is a natural remedy. Mm-hmm. But Woodstock brought you all these other hallucinogenics. I mean, prime example, Jimi Hendrix. What would that man do? Slice his forehead, put a acid lace bandana on his slit forehead so he can trip his balls off to rock thousands of people. Ooh. I mean, I, I I couldn't even fathom that. Shit. Yeah. And and, and you like I said, and, and the two was married together. You know, the drugs and the music. And drugs you know, and music right. will always have a marriage together. Right. Always. And jazz on up to rock to, to hip hop. Right. Exactly. Right. Jazz, hip hop, rock, blues. All I mean, right. you look at any entertainment aspect of music, just the word music. What are you going to associate music with? You're going to associate it with some kind of drug. Right. It's true, man. That's true. I mean, they say rock and rollers. All they want to do is drink their whiskey and snort their cocaine. <laughs> hey, they could have their cocaine if that's what they have. That's their cup of tea. Cool. Me, I'll stick with the hip hop where, yeah, it's hip-hop. marijuana, but it's motivational is what it is. Right. But now, you know what? Now, I'm going I'm to I'm ask you, Rob, and I'm going to ask you too, yes, Chris, sir. this when, in speaking about music. Now, now the music is going, you know, you, you got a big controversy with the, with the young rappers and the old rappers are, are now talking about it's too much drug use, uh, or too much drug talk in, in 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 the music. You know, you just had uh, Twenty One Savage, you know, clap back, and I think he did a good job. But I want to have your your takes about right now how how the lyrics of hip hop and, and to talk about a lot of, of the drug hey, use being and in, pills being inspired on me. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know people using this for inspiration and shit. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the times, you know, it brings out like it brings out things in. In your, in your consciousness that you want to talk about, you know, it makes it easier for you. But real talk, fuck opioid, told me them shits are killing people. That's not cool. Right. Like, that is just population control. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fuck I, all that shit. To touch on that as well, I mean, may Lil Peep rest in peace. I never knew the kid. Real talk. Never mm-hmm. knew him. Real talk. The man is taking Zanzi bars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So happened they were laced Zanzi bars. They killed him. I mean, it's an opioid opioid addiction. Yep, it's an yep. epidemic in this world that is killing our youth or making it's just like lean. I mean, I don't really want to speak upon it too much because I know it's a big thing in Texas. Well, I, I, I got and I, and I got a that's why when when 21 said when when the old heads is talking about man, they, they, I don't understand this music. It's our fault. And I got the first. I'm, I'm probably I'm, I'm probably older than y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm 49, <laughs> 50. But but I, I if nobody nobody knew nobody knew that we just called it drink. But nobody knew what it was. You know, when 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 uh when a big mo said the bar baby, the first syrup was bar. It was B A R H. That was the syrup bar. That's why he called yeah. it. Nobody knew. It was nobody knew until and you know he didn't apologize. I'm not dissing him and whatnot. But Paul Waller came out on the interview and showed how to, he had just broke it down how to do the drink. You know what I'm saying? The wow. whole, nobody had knew. The whole, that's why it was so, it was just a Texas thing. It was just drink. 
You didn't know how it was made. Those who knew, who knew. Those who didn't, you didn't. And you didn't go no further than that. So can I blame the young ones when I see Future talking about all that? Not really, because we was doing it. We was doing it. And we can't. Exactly. We, I mean, we can't two or three more times, man. So I surely appreciate it, man. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give y'all a text, man, and let y'all let y'all hear it, and then we will set up some time individually. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, not a problem. All right, man. One love, man. I talk to y'all later. All right, All right. peace. Herbox. dot com. Accessories say a lot about a person, and Herbox says that you are exquisite.